0: Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast where we talk about spirituality, business and life experiences.
1: In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you.
0: We believe that it's through discussion, action and reflection that true change occurs.
1: Welcome to episode 41, Signs, Your and Empath. In this episode, you will learn all about all of the signs that reveal your empathic nature. I hope everybody enjoys the show.
0: Hi guys. Welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about your signs that you are an empath. So yes.
1: So signs that you are an empath
0: we did an episode about the life of an empath but we thought if we can get really specific about the signs because some people aren't even sure if you if you are an empath so we'll talk about that today
1: absolutely i spent most of my life not even realizing i'm an empath and i didn't know what empath meant i thought it meant like psychopath (laughs) or something like that when i first heard of it so when lindsay was telling me oh you're an empath like it was offensive to me for, I, I remember feeling like that at first until I figured out what it actually meant. <laughs> and I was like, wait, that is me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if you're an empath, you're a person that's highly sensitive to the energy around you. So you could be sensitive when you walk into the mall, you could be sensitive when you go online. What other places can you be extra the, sensitive?
1: Really everywhere. Everywhere you can be extra sensitive or every empath is different. And I feel like some are more sensitive to animals than they are mm-hmm. to humans. Some trees, some are sensitive to the moon. Some empaths are sensitive to all of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we are all have different areas. So wherever we go, I feel like you could pick up the energy. Right. And to say it simply, what an empath is, is somebody who has the ability to feel how somebody else is feeling emotionally like I could feel Lindsay's emotional state or I could go into Walmart and I can feel the cashier's emotional state Um, that's what an empath is and of course once again it's somebody who could feel the emotional state of an animal too Mm -hmm. or the energy of a tree as well so you feel energy
0: And I feel like everyone has the capacity to feel anyways, but some people are more sensitive than others.
1: Absolutely, and it's my opinion that everybody is an empath. Mm -hmm. But then some people are more in tune with the, the energy that they're feeling from the animals, from the people and from everything around them than others.
0: And I feel like a lot of empaths have addiction things come up too. I never had an addiction, I don't think. That I could think of maybe an addiction to Facebook scrolling through Facebook yeah I would um, say so but it's more like I think in college I found myself you know drinking and I didn't know that I was shutting off my emotions from the being at a party and having a bunch of stuff around me um, so maybe that's why I did it but I find that college it's very common for everyone to drink and I think a lot of people do that because of the social anxiety of having to have conversations in big groups don't you think
1: it is i did that i used to over drink mm-hmm. a lot because of that especially in college and um high school more in college but um because it's overwhelming especially for an empath mm-hmm. especially like i said everybody's an empath but especially for people who um they feel they're more in tune with that you mm-hmm. go into a bar or a club and you have all of that music for one music loud music is very um loud like mm-hmm. it's a lot louder for impasse i feel yeah. so you got that and then you have all the energy of all the drunk people and then you have the energy of the alcohol flowing throughout everything it's a very very overwhelming mm-hmm. scene and yes i feel like a lot of people they drink more when they're out because of that yeah, to kind of suppress that feelings. emotion Comparing that to um, everyday living, I feel like people will either talk a lot or, like you said, they'll go on Facebook or they might smoke cigarettes or they have some kind of ways that they cope cope Mm -hmm. to suppress all of that energy that they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Some healthy, some unhealthy. Obviously, what we want is to have all healthy ways that we use to cope as an empath. Which is exercising. Like I feel like exercising is a healthy way to cope as an empath. Can you exercise too much? Yes. You could overtrain your muscles and all that. So I feel like you could go down the addiction line for that as well. So you got to mm-hmm. know your body. But there are healthy ways to cope and there's unhealthy ways. But going back to more signs that you are an empath, what are some other signs? I
0: feel like some other signs would be you could be feeling totally fine and then you go to a friend's house and all of a sudden you feel really really sad and it's not anything that your friend said it was the feeling of the energy that you felt in that home or with your friend so there's sometimes even when I was a little girl um, I used to get really really sick as a little girl and I thinking back and reflecting I don't think I knew I didn't know how to manage my energy So I felt like a lot of the emotions that were tied to, um, there, there were emotions tied to my ability to heal quickly or to take on things. And I find a lot of mediums that I come into contact with too, they've had something significant in their life where they were constantly sick or their immune system was down as a child. Did you ever experience... Did you have earaches? Did we talk about this before? I used to have no, a lot of earaches. No,
1: I, I actually never... I, I was never really sick yeah, you as a weren't. kid. My thing, what I would do is that I would keep going.
0: Yeah, you would leave.
1: I would go from the age of really third grade, third grade on. From what I remember, I was always going. Like I was mm-hmm. riding my bike all around town. I was going from friend's house to friend's house to my grandma's house to other... Yeah. And I, this train continued, and I feel like part of that was me escaping energies because I'd be in a certain city for so long and then I'd feel like overwhelmed with all of this energy and then I'd run to the next city. Mm -hmm. So like in St. Louis, Missouri, I lived in St. Charles, I'd go to Chesterfield and West County and all over the St. Louis area. And it was like, I was running from this energy that I didn't know how to process.
0: Right. And I felt like I was running from the people, not the city. I felt like I wanted to like leave my house, and I love being around my family. But I felt like it was an escape to go to my friend's house, and I felt more. I felt so different when I was riding my bike and felt that feeling of freedom to leave and escape.
1: Absolutely, which is why I ride my bike every day. Which mm-hmm. is why I'm going to go on a bike ride once we get done recording this. It's my escape. See, I know this, and that's why I use the solutions to, to uh, counter my empathic. Mm-hmm. you know habits and what could cause a lot of frustration if I didn't understand and, and I didn't for so many years I didn't understand that I was an empath mm-hmm. so when I first met Lindsay she was telling when I first met you you're right here mm-hmm. you told me that you, you're running from your emotions like mm-hmm. you're running all around it's like you you can't just settle down and I and I was like defensive about it I remember at first with Lindsay mm-hmm. i was say no this is just how I am. I just like going to different places, which part of that is true. Yeah. But the other part was true. What Lindsay was saying was I was really running from my emotions and I was an empath in the moment. And you probably said that then you've probably said that several times over mm-hmm. the years and it didn't really click until a couple years ago. Maybe you probably had like,
0: to figure it. you did have to figure it out yourself.
1: But I did that. I was an empath. I knew I knew I was highly intuitive. I just didn't know all of the. A lot of my problems that I had was due to my empathic ability and not realizing... And it
0: wasn't even your issue, it was other people's and issues that's that the you thing. felt sad for them.
1: That's the thing. So that's that could be a sign you're an empath, is that you soak in everybody's energy. You soak in everybody's energy, your family's energy, so you are the healer of your family. People mm-hmm. feel better when they're around you. They feel like they could spill everything to you. I was sitting with one of my friends the other day talking, and he's an empath as well, mm-hmm. and he was saying... Tony, why does everybody just blow up on me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I go to the, I go to customer service and everybody just spills all of their, their um, pain to me. He's like, sometimes I'm okay with it because I can help them cope, but yeah. other times I'm like, what the hell? Just no, get away from me, I, you know. And he, that's true. And I was telling him, well, you know, a lot of people who are in past and who hold that space of healing, because I feel like that's what impasse do—they yeah. hold space. When you hold space for somebody, you're allowing them to heal because those are for the people that they don't know how to hold their own space. So when they come into your space, it's more of a grounding space, and that's why they will tell you all of their problems, and that's why your family comes to you and spits everything to you.
0: That's true. So this
1: could be another sign you're an empath if everybody always comes to you with their issues, even if they don't know you.
0: True. That is a very common sign. Now one of the things to watch for too when it comes to being an empath, sometimes it feels, actually all the time it feels great to be needed. You know, you feel like, oh I have a purpose, I'm helping someone. But then there comes a time where you become drained and resentful as the empath. So for me it was years of giving everyone advice and being the mediator in my family. But really the advice and the the mediating didn't really, it served a temporary purpose. But they still had their own stuff going on not saying i was perfect but i felt like it as a little kid i was somehow giving advice and for me i felt drained when i finished the conversation with them and then they felt energized so it's important to think about am i being like this codependent type of person where i need to help everyone else as an empath or can i receive too
1: Yes, and it all goes back to that question we, me and Lindsay always ask a lot in the show. Are you feeling drained? Mm -hmm. Are you feeling energized? If you're feeling drained, then there's things that you need to alter. Yes. And it could be that. And I feel like that's a huge problem that most empaths have. Mm -hmm. Like I would say probably every single one. Yeah, they're so
0: used to giving, 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 and it feels good, but then they're depleted. And that's the balance that's off.
1: Exactly. It's going back to what my friend said. He's like, why? And they don't even understand. Like a lot of people... They don't even understand why people are spilling their heart mm-hmm. to them and telling them all their issues. You know, they might be aware of it. They 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 might think everybody does this. Oh, everybody always talks about this. But no, it's specifically with impasse. A lot people like to spill their guts to so them. Which
0: is good. Which, which is fine. But it's like
1: no, no, it's fine. But it it you have to ha- you have. It's going back to the episode we did on boundaries. Yes. You, and if you haven't watched that episode, watch it. If you're an empath, it, it specifically will help you um, establish those boundaries to where you can do that. Because yeah. you want to help people.
0: Yeah, and We're and not saying to be selfish it, that's here. totally good. But yeah. if you're not up for it, then you just cut off the conversation. You're not cold about it, but you're like, you know what? Try the best that you can. You don't have to sit there and give all of your energy to the situation. Sometimes it's just listening That can be. That's it. powerful.
1: Tune into your own instinct. If you're pulled to listen, listen. If you're pulled Mm -hmm. to speak, speak. Um, But don't do anything because you think that's the right thing to do.
0: Don't feel like a bad person if you're not. Because empaths have such big hearts. Us as a human race, we do have big hearts, whether you realize it or not. I believe that everyone gets value out of giving to others. But I feel like the big thing is to have the energy be reciprocated it has to be a flow so if you find yourself being around people that you're helping and you are not growing from being around them think about that doesn't mean you can't be friends with them but think about who you're spending time with are you valuing yourself enough to spend time with people that you don't have to help too
1: right it's kind of like in order for a plant to grow it needs all of the right resources mm-hmm. and it can't it's like if it's too much sun on certain plants then it torches it exactly. and it's too much of different things. So you have to find out the right combination for you. Mm-hmm. So you could have that flow, that flow of life to where um, you're actually helping people more. Yeah. Because that's, that's the reason why you try to help people in the first place is because you want to impact the people. But in all reality, if you impact less you'll impact more. I know this like, philosophical, because it is. But if you try to do more, you're actually not going to do much at all. Exactly. But if you take care of yourself, the few people that you do impact, it's going to be that much more impactful, and then it's going to keep going on and on and on. Mm
0: -hmm. And I feel like empaths, people that are aware their energy is completely giving, giving, giving to people, and people are attracted to their energy, they need more um, time alone. To recharge. I feel like impasse, that's another thing, a sign to tell if you're an impact. Do you need more alone time?
1: It is. If you and if you do need a lot of alone time, you, you probably are. Mm-hmm. And that's connected to introverts. And mm-hmm. that's why a lot of impasse will self-describe themselves as introverts. Mm-hmm. Because they need a lot of alone time. And the introvert extrovert conversation, that's for another mm-hmm. episode, because I don't really feel I feel like everybody's a little bit of intro and extrovert, right. just like impasse. So it's hard to like get like a specific definition there, but they do require um, more alone time.
0: Right. Now, it's interesting because I'm thinking about a friend specifically in my mind, and this friend is very, very outgoing, and I feel as though sometimes he might not know he's an impasse. So to create noise or to have conversation to be the life of the party is so normal for him because he's constantly giving his energy in that way he doesn't even know that he needs that alone time so what can happen is as an impact you can give 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 a lot of commotion could come around because it it blocks the energy of people sucking from your energy if you're a little bit louder or you're a little bit more outgoing do you know exactly. he's not an introvert So I feel like that can come up, too, as an empath. So it's like you can get a little bit of both, an introvert or an extrovert that doesn't even know that you're an empath, too.
1: Absolutely. So just because you think you're an extrovert, it does not mean you're not an empath. Exactly. So um, you need alone time, too. Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe your extroverted belief that you are an extrovert, so that, that egotistic belief... Um, Is causing you to be way more social than what you really even need Mm -hmm. because it's fitting that belief Oh, I'm I'm an extrovert. So I need to be this social when all reality you might need to take a few steps back Have a little bit more um, alone time. Yeah, because as impasse, you're soaking in all that energy whether you know it or not So the people that go and they they talk 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 um, And they're numbing what they're really feeling Mm -hmm. well if they don't have enough alone time, they're not able to process all of the emotions and to release what they need to release and to tune into um, their feelings or other people's feelings.
0: Exactly. And I think just being aware of what you are feeling before you go out into the world for the day is so important so that you can tell, oh, that's actually, I'm not feeling sad. I was feeling fine when I woke up in the morning. I was happy. I went to someone's house or I went into a public place and all of a sudden my mood shifted. So don't think that it's necessarily your mood coming from you. Think about, okay, let me go three steps back and figure out what did I do? How many steps back did I take to shift my mood? Sometimes I'll be online and everything's going good and something will shift my mood. I'm like, what just happened? I'm sitting in the same room. Nobody else is around me, but what just happened? And it's, it's social media. So what I do for my own personal thing, being an empath, I will unfollow if there's certain posts like they have posts about dogs or pictures that you do not want to see you know those photos which you have to be aware but I don't want to see that on my feed like no. I don't want to be sad looking at those photos I'm aware but I will unfollow that post or I'm very selective about what my eyes and what my ears are hearing. I don't watch the news um, even though my parents are like you need to watch the news but I don't I don't get, Any kind of high off of watching negative stories or I just don't feel pulled to it.
1: And that's common with impasse too is Mm -hmm. they're very sensitive to what's in front of them. So like we said, you're sensitive to energy. So like what Lindsay's doing is she's honoring that and not watching the news and not putting things in front of her face that's going to cause harm. Yeah. Um, some empaths out there might not realize how much harm that's actually doing to them and they're they're addicted to it Mm -hmm. so that may may maybe you or maybe somebody you know Um, the whole point is is to become aware of what you're allowing into your eyes and and into your brain especially as an empath because it's impacting you drastically it impacts everybody yeah but people who are More in tune with this energy and it impacts them even more so so you need to be very strict on that
0: that's true and with the news it's only a small lens of what's happening in the world they're not gonna they don't show as many stories about positive things that are happening rather than the negative things that are coming up exactly Um, it's interesting because i'm thinking of a situation that i just saw the other day not sure if it's real or not but i i watched it. it came up on my feed and it was about a hurricane or a tropical storm or something, I don't know if I showed it to you, and it was this weatherman that, weather that was talking about the strong storm and he was like getting blown over by the storm and in the background you could see people walking like it was no big deal, like they weren't being blown over. And when I saw it, I'm like, wow, like this, this could be happening all the time. We're being shown one scene that might not even be reality and people are walking behind him totally fine. And that's the lens that we're seeing through. So, you know, it's just something to be aware of. You never know what's what's reality unless you're experiencing it for yourself. So pay attention to what lens you're looking through.
1: Exactly. And another thing is to understand that all of that's always going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whether we watch it and, right. you know, play part in it and do all that and fight with people on social media about it. The only thing that's gonna change any of that is by taking action. Like mm-hmm. people taking action into um, with what they believe in. If you want to help animals, start volunteering in animal um, you know in animal businesses mm-hmm. or in um what's it called the um humane society. Right. Um, start taking action that way rather than thinking that. You have to watch the news and be inundated by all this yeah. information.
0: And I'm thinking about Mother Teresa too and I don't want to ruin the quote. I don't know it exactly, but it was she was asked to support like an anti-war you know march or whatever it was if I'm getting this right. And she said she wouldn't support that, but she would support a peace rally right So focus your attention on the right thing as an empath especially and, and you'll get results.
1: That's it. And it's not acting like none of that negative stuff exists. It's, we know that that exists, but we know that our intention and where our focus goes, that's what we're going to create. So if we want to counter all that negative stuff, mm-hmm. let's use our empathic nature. And by now, you'll know if you are an empath by some of the signs that we shared mm-hmm. in this episode. And there's a lot more signs right. to this. But if you are, just know that we, you know, focus your energies on what you want to create. Mm-hmm. Especially as an empath, having that ability to sense everything, every, you know, the truth of everything, people's mentality, the animals, the trees, and um, use that information to act.
0: Exactly. And I think take this video and, and share with us some experiences that you've had as an empath, because we love to hear from you. Yep. So thank you so much for joining this episode, and we will see you next time.
1: See you next time.